This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Hi, Rabbi Welcome, everyone. Tonight we have a very special shiur. And that is, that is, in this week's parasha, we, 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 we're dealing with Tazria and, um, we say Teorot, you know, instead of saying Metzorah. Okay, that's Metzorah. So, to this, you have to know the following lesson, and that is about self-esteem. Every person has to have a self-esteem. I'm going to explain that exactly what it means. I'm going to explain it, go into it, go in depth with it, see everything about it. But we have to know where do we learn from the Torah that you must have a self-esteem. You must feel, you must feel that you're worthy. Yeah, that's very important, by the way, because I know people. Unfortunately, I know somebody. He's not married. And one of the reasons why he's not married is because he's always feeling down on himself. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not this. Oh, I'm not that. Oh, I'm not... You know, you're a good-looking guy. What's going on over here? No, no, no girl's going to want me. No girl's going to date me. Right away, the negativity is so great that you feel so unworthy. So automatically, it's a stumbling block that, that, that that's what's making you stopping from actually getting married. So you must have a self-esteem. You must feel in your heart, in your gut, in your being, some self-worth. If you don't feel self-worth, first of all, you won't be able to accomplish many, many things in your life. Many things. I'm gonna make a barakah. The people that are listening, don't answer amen because it's a. Uh, actually, I won't, I'll make a barakah later. Hedge. Make it now? I don't want them to make mess up if there is. I want them. No, it's alright. Let's go. So, what are we saying over here? We're saying that what? That, uh, it's, it's very important to have that self-worth. And a lot of times in life, that could be an anchor, that can be a stoppage, that could be a blockage, where a person won't grow in life because of that. I'll give you another example. Person tells me, Rabbi, what should I do? I went to not such a, not such a from yeshiva, not such a religious yeshiva. Now he goes to Israel for the year. He goes to Israel two years, and he sees these guys that are, that are, that are, oh wow, they're, they're accomplished, at the age of 19, and, and and they're getting feeling down themselves. Rabbi, I remember my year in Israel when I was there. My second year, actually, we had a we had a guy there that would give like a dollar to every Israeli kid who knew a Mishnah by heart. Every Israeli kid who knew a Mishnah by heart, he got a dollar. So I remember in dinner time, we had like an hour and a half break. Literally, our yeshiva in front of the yeshiva was jammed, packed. With little small Israeli kids, third graders, fourth graders, second graders. So what's going on? They're all coming to see this guy. So what would what, you do? He offered them a, a dollar, and they have to memorize the Mishnah by heart. And some of these kids would come with $20 after. How? They were like this. Then he said to himself, you see these 19-year-old kids my age, that they know the maybe 10 thought. What daf? Boom, boom, boom. What page this? What page that? And then he feel down. He say. Me? There's no way. I didn't start at the age of five or six or seven when they started. How am I going to be the Gadol Ador that I'm supposed to be? How am I going to be the next Chacham Ovadia? How am I going to be the next Chazon Ish? How am I going to be the next Taipla? So automatically you feel in your mind, I can't get to greatness. I can't get to the Rabbi that's going to go sit and give Brachot to the people because I became so Kadosh and holy. Learning the Torah and being Kadosh with Yirat Shamayim, I can't do that because I was born in Brooklyn and I was born in a yeshiva like this and like 
like that. And I wasn't religious until the age of so-and-so. And therefore you lose all the self-worth that you have. And therefore you never become the greatest person, the greatest version of yourself. You'll never become that. You see how important it is to see that you're worthy. And where do we see that? And by the way, it's a big problem, by the way. It's a very big problem. You know, you have a guy, I'll never forget in my life, I'll never forget this. It was a guy leaving the Kolil. Leaving the Kolil. And I called him up. I was 24, 25. And I called him, I said, you can't leave. You, you have a great head. You can't leave. And he tells me, uh, no, I'll never become an influencer. I'll never become a, a rabbi. I'll never become... So I said, listen, an attitude like that, it's zift. You know, zift garbage, zbale. Your attitude always has to be, I can do it, I can make it, I'll push through it, and I'll be the best that I can be. Now, now we have to... That was the intro of today's class. Now we'll go elaborate. Where do we learn this from? We learn it from... When the Mitzorah, let's say he spoke Lasharah, he gets Mitzorah. By the way, we have it nowadays, not exactly Mitzorah like that. Nowadays we'll have, you'll see people like, you have a year of fungus or something like that, all of a sudden the guy still has a growth, what the heck, what is this, what is this, what is it, what happened? Hashem's warning you, dear Balak, stop with the Lasharah. No joke. Alright? Hashem gives warnings. So, in any case, after after the mitzvah is done, they take two birds. They 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 take a, ce- a piece of cedar tree. They take a piece of hyssop. They tie it together with like a, a red string, red wolf string. We dip it in some blood and we sprinkle it on the mitzvah. Now it becomes tahor. Got it? Clear? Makes sense, right? But there's one problem. What's the what's the reason why that we take? A hyssop, uh, you know, the hyssop, hyssop is very, very like, what? Yeah, it's like very, very, uh, azov is, is like, a, it's, it's like a little, little, like plant and things. And you have the cedar is very, very tall. So why are we taking the two opposites? So first reason, very simple. Rashi explains this because first of all, what caused you to sin? Right? Well, you have to know, you might have felt haughty. You think, you think you're greater than people? You start talking about people? Who do you think you are? So in order to humble, humble you, we take the hyssop. The cedar is like the haughtiness, right? Oh, you're acting all haughty. You're acting all big shot. You can talk about this person. You can talk about that. Who do you think you are speaking about this person? That's the haughtiness. That's the cedar. It's one of the highest trees. The vice versa is what? Is the hyssop, which is the small, a uh, small grow, growing growing uh, uh, leaf. So we tie it together and we say, be humble. Remember the Ezov, remember the Ezov, remember the Hyssop. Remember that? Be humble. Be humble! That's what, we, that, that's, that's what we do. And that's exactly what the person who spoke Lashara is hearing when when he's being sprinkled. He's thinking to himself, why are you putting me in Hyssop with a cedar? What's going on? The cedar because you had Gava, the what? That you thought you were a big shot. And the Hyssop, you thought you, you have to be humble, so therefore we're humbling you by, by you recognizing like that. Oh, wow. Okay, fine. I got to be more humble. But there's one question. Why don't you just put the Hyssop and call it a day? Yeah, you need to be humble. I know why I spoke Lashon Hara, but why, 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 why you make me with a hyssop? So just, just, just tie a hyssop 
or hold the hyssop, dip it in the blood, and sprinkle it on. Why do you need the cedar? And the answer is very simple. Because a person, no matter how humble he is, of course you have to, you also have to know your self-worth. People, sometimes in life, they misinterpret what humility is. They think, I'm humble, I can't, I can't do anything, I can't talk back, oh, I'm humble. He puts his hands together, oh, he's shambling me, that's it, that's the best. And I can't speak up, I can't, that, that's what you feel. But in essence, you have to know who you are. You have to know where you stand. You have to know, you have to know that you, you are greater than what you think you are. You have greatness in you. You, you're so great, so much potential lies within the man or woman, there's so much potential there, that if they just dig in, they could become so great. Wow. I like saying the example of my uh, my brother Albert. He's not here right now. He just left. My brother Albert. I'll never forget. Uh, he's in tenth grade. He's in tenth grade. You know, you know the varsity team. You know what I'm talking about varsity. You know. You know what I'm talking about. They have a varsity. They have JV. They have varsity. Kadash. It's it's a basketball league that they have. They have uh, for for freshy sophomores. That's a junior varsity. And for junior, senior is varsity. Now, we were in the school, and it was a basketball team. They wanted to make the basketball team. And basically, it was from starting from sixth grade, you can make the basketball team. Sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. Tenth is the last year that you can make it. If you don't make it in grade 10, they're not taking you 11 and 12. So it's the last chance. My brother Albert, he was in 10th grade. And he tells me, Joe, come watch me play. I was his younger brother. And uh, I am his younger brother. And I saw him play that, that, you know, it's tryouts. You have to try out to make the team. I saw him trying out. I've never seen... A better basketball player in my life tilted, yeah, from that game. I never seen. He was so amazing. He would steal the ball. You know how you say, how you like you pass the ball, like you shoot? I'll never forget the shot. The guy is shooting off of him. He didn't stuff him. He jumped so high, he grabbed the ball. No joke. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what's going on? He grabbed, you know, you know, you blocked the guy. The guy's shooting like that. He just grabbed him. He jumped so high. White man can't jump. He jumped so high that the guy, he, he, he grabbed the ball midair. And he just stole it. Went up for a layup. Boom, scored. I, that scene tilted out. I'm like, whoa. And, 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 and I've never seen him play basketball so hard in my life, so great in my life. And, and I said, Al, how'd you do it? He tells me, I knew it was my last shot. If I don't get it now, I'll never make varsity again, never in my life. This is my last shot. And he got the jersey, and he got the sweatpants, he got the jacket, you know, the jacket, yeah, the, nice. okay. I got the whole nine yards. So I said to myself, wow. But what happened? It needed a push. He believed in himself 
that he's good enough to make the basketball team. And therefore, he said, let me pull out all my potential right now. This is my last chance. You have in yourself such potential inside that we're not even tapping in. But if you tap in, you will be great. You will reach greatness. Every every great person started as a person. And then he built himself up bigger and bigger, more and more, stronger and stronger. Because his desire, it starts with a desire. Your desire to be great has to be so strong. It has, you have to be obsessed. When I am going to make, I'm going to reach greatness. And you will. And when you do that, you will. But you got to believe in it. You got to know it. You have to say to myself, yes, I can do it. I can do it. I can be whatever you want to be. I can be a gadol. I can know the whole shas. I can know the whole Torah. I can do it. I can do it. Whatever I put my mind to, I can do. And you could do it. You could do it. Because Hashem is on your side. He'll give you the abilities. You could. Don't ever sell yourself short in life. Because the second you sell yourself short in life, guess what? You're only selling yourself. Because you'll never accomplish that in your life. You'll never do it. Because you feel you're too down. You feel, no, I feel, no. It's not true. Always lift yourself up in your brain, in your mind, and Mizashim will do it. Now, let me explain. How do we get to those levels? How do we get to have self-esteem? First of all, again, why is it, why is it so important to feel self-worth? Because then you become happier. And when you become happier, you know what your values are. When you're happy, you live a better, happier life. You are healthy. You live long. You want a long life? The way you have a long life is by understanding your values and therefore you're not putting yourself down. You don't feel bad. Meaning to say, you know, of course everybody has their, 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 what's it called? Their, um, um, their faults. Everybody has, everybody has the flaws. But the flaws are not there to pull you down. The flaws are there to pull you up and to say to yourself, okay, this is my flaw. I'm gonna shoot like a, how do they say, like a slingshot? Higher. I know my flaw. But guess what? Even though I know my flaw, with that same flaw, that could give you the greatest greatness. You know what I just said? That flaw could slingshot so far that you could become the greatest because of that flaw. Yeah? Now, now let's, now let's, now let's uh, dig in a little bit. And that is, how do you build your self-esteem? How do you build your self-worth? I'll give you a few examples. First example I'll give you from the Torah. And that is, if you look, if you look, it says, Bnei Sale got saved from Mitzrayim. How and what? How? Anybody know? Shelo shanu et, who could finish it? Shelo shinu et, they didn't change their names, their language, and their clothes. That's how you get saved. Like there's some depth in it. I believe it's the first Rashi in uh, in, the, in the Shemot. Huh? Shlomi, go check it out if it's the first Rashi, please. In Shemot, Shemot, go look it up. How they get Gilah? Shiloshanu et. They didn't change what? The, the language? The names? The clothing. Let me explain. A guy calls me up today. Hi. He, he was catching me. I know exactly who he was. 
he didn't want to say who he is. But imagine your name is, uh, imagine your name is, um, Yoshua. Imagine your name is Yoshua. Your name is Yoshua, yeah? Right? You found it or no? Give me the Rashi, please. Give me the Rashi, no? Huh? Is the first Rashi? Huh? That's the first Rashi? Yeah, who you're fine. I thought it was the first Rashi. It seems like. So it says over here like this. Um, um, what we say? Oh, you take a guy. His name's Yoshua. He gets on the phone and say, "How you doing? Hi, my name is Johnny." If I would say difference between Johnny and, and Yoshua, don't you act differently already? My name's Joe. Yosef. Joe. Call me Joe. You automatically, automatically, just by your name, it's a different act. You know? You hear what I'm trying to say? Yeah, imagine, yeah, even even a lady, right? Her name, she's there. What's my name? Samantha. What's Samantha? All of a sudden, she's Rachel. It's a different, different, it's a different, uh, uh, you talk to the person differently. You know? Imagine you're selling someone. Right? And he says, Hi, what's your name? My name is Yosef. So now you're selling him something. Oh, Yosef, All of a sudden you switched. What happened? But if he says, My name is Joe. Hey, Joe, what's up? Did you see the Nick game? You see, oh, what happened? But just by the name itself is different. You know, is that, is that clear? You feel like, oh, now nah, I said over the phone, my name is, uh, 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 um, uh, let's say, I don't know, uh, uh, um, Momo, so now I can, I can play games with the price. But if I would say Moshe, my name is Moshe, you're not gonna play games, like, okay, Moshe, Moshe, the price is this. Please, uh, Momo will switch it around, but Moshe is different. Hey, Moshe, Moshe, you sound like Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, like, you can't do it. Same thing I'll tell you, is what? What? Malbusham. What's Malbusham? Your clothes. If you dress a certain way, people will treat you the way you dress. If you walk in to Rolls Royce or Bentley, Ferrari, Lamborghini, looking like a bum, no sales rep will take you serious. But if you walk in, with a crazy suit and tie, gelled back hair, fat, uh, fake, uh, G, fake the, fake the G, it's like supposed to be Gucci, you put guess, you know, like G guess, you know, you put a big fat G, you know, and you walk in there, and you have a fake gold Rolex, and you're walking around, and you just look at it, you, you just, all of a sudden the sales rep's gonna come towards you. What happened? Can you explain me what happened? Anybody can explain me what happened? Just the way you dress. The way you dress, Inside builds in you the way you're gonna feel. It's perception. It's perception and also the way you're gonna feel. If you dress like a bum, a little bit bumness in your making is feel like a chill. I'm wearing chilled clothing now. I got a chill because I'm wearing chilled clothing. This is my chill. This is my chill, chill clothing right now. So you act like a chiller. You know what I'm saying? Is that clear? You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? But ima- imagine now, all of a sudden, you grow a long white, like a beard, long beard, and there's that. You, ke- you it's very hot now. You look very hashuv, like a long, long beard, and a, and a, like a black hat and a nice jacket. Now you're not gonna go 
walking down Ocean Parkway with ice cream cone. You're not going to do that. Like, what are you doing? I'm not saying you should do it if you're wearing uh, junk clothing. I'm just saying, I'm bringing out a point. Like, you'll see the guy, really, what is the guy whack? What is he doing? I'm just saying that your clothes bring you, at the same sense, perception, but also dignity. You're dignified by the way you dress. You're going to be feeling different by the way you dress. And that's why, by the way, it's so important for a lady to dress in youth. That's why one of the reasons, besides Hashem said, but I want to tell you something. When a lady dresses Siniut, she acts differently also. Her act is a different way she acts. Her personality is a different type of personality. She is a modest lady. Different completely. Heaven and earth, different. Yeah? It's so important. We got saved out of Egypt because we didn't change our dress. You hear what's going on? I remember back in the day they had Jinkos. Anybody remember Jinkos or no? Nobody remember Jinko? You remember Jinko or no? Jinko used to be fat, fat jeans. Fat jeans. Like, the jeans were baggy as anything. I remember that. Uh, the jeans were like this. Like, you walked in. It wasn't like, t- it was just baggy jeans. And everybody was into it at the time. It was like the biggest, the hottest item. Jinko jeans. Like, it was like the thing at the, at the, 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 the day. You know, it was like, whoa. By the way, I think we have a sponsorship today, Albert Shakuri. Right? So you have to remind me about that. Now I'll say the bracha. The guys who are listening online, don't answer Amen because it's not live. Do not answer and you guys can answer. What is it? Rachel Bat? Rachel Bat, Rachel Bat, Rachel Bat, Rachel Bat, Rachel Bat, Rachel Bat, for a newborn baby, I want to just tell you one second. What is it? Also, this is out. This is Albert Shakuri's buddy, Eddie Shakuri. I just want to give a shout out before we continue. Uh, no joke. Biscuit uh, Albert Shakuri. We have this uh, show going on Wednesday night. I'm not even joking. Like he, he, he. You can give a clap. You can give a clap for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it's it's it's, it's uh, so it's it's a really big scoot. and his uh, his brother. His brother is um uh, is Eddie Shakuri, and he just had a baby boy after many Hashem, you know he's Hashem Mazal Tov to them. They should have Hashem only And I know this baby is going to be Kadosh. I know this baby is going to be a very holy baby. So Bezal Hashem, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dedicate this uh, Shur Bezal Hashem this Kutam. They should have a big Shuyot under this. And at the end of the day, you see how important it is. You see how important it is the way you dress. Now it's also the way you talk. Right? We got to say it because we talk. How do you talk? If the way you talk is going to be like street talk, and you know what I'm talking about. Like, like, like street talk. Do I, have to, do I have to say street talk now? I guess no. Yeah. I don't think it's a problem. I wouldn't say it anyway. But my point is, you know what street talk is. Yo, 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 yo. And all of a sudden, like, even the way, you just hearing, yo, 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 and, he, and he's like, yo, sa, yo, yo. And uh, the automatically, automatically, your actions, your, your, um, your being is totally different. You ever see a guy working out after he finished works out? You ever see him? He's, he's walking in the mirror like this, showing out, you want a mess? What's up? You know, you want girls outside? Who wants to mess with me? I'm talking about a big, big, uh, uh, bodybuilder. He's walking out, big tough guy. And like another guy is driving down the line. What you looking at? What happened? It's the, it's the perception of the way he looks. He conducts himself. He speaks. He, he, he dre- So therefore, part of having self-worth is the way you conduct yourself. It's the way you speak, the way you, the way you dress, 
That plays a role how you are, how you feel. You understand? Yeah, is that is that clear? So if you want to build your self-esteem, don't look like a slob. Don't look like a schlep. Put yourself together and look dignified. That's the first rule. First rule. Look dignified. Look good. If you're shabby, if you have a whole crazy, your hair is like an afro, go to the barber. It's very simple. Because what? You're, you are a dignified man. You have to be looking presentable. And when you look presentable, you're going to act differently. When I, when I wear a suit and tie, I basically wear it every day, a suit and tie, it's a different vibe that I get when I walk into a store. I'm not, I'm not wearing sweats and a, and, and, and a hoodie. I'm wearing a suit and tie. It's automatically, uh, uh, you, you look differently. People looking at you differently. Oh, how can I help you, sir? You know, the whole nine yards in blue. Whatever you're going, you know, they have all these stores. They look at you differently. So therefore, that's very important. That is one of the steps to self-esteem, self-worth that you feel. That's, by the way, just the beginning. That's just the beginning. It makes you feel good. Now, I want to tell you something else. How do you build your self-esteem? By what? By helping others. When you do chesed, what happens is, you're going to be known as a person, little by little, as a person that if people need something, they're going to turn to you for help. And then, what's going to happen is, you automatically feel, wow, look how, look how worthy and valuable uh, I am to the world. And then you feel even better. I'll, uh, I'll tell you, one of the greatest one of the greatest compliments that I was there at the time and this rabbi told me the story he said one of the greatest accomplishments that I got in my life was when so and so told him that he's needed in the world you're needed you do so much you help so much you do so much in this world you feel good you get confidence you feel good forget confidence you feel Worthy, and you'll be able to accomplish more and more. Third, stay away from negative people. The Perkiavot says, You know what that means? Buy yourself a friend. There's no extra words over there. What do you mean, buy yourself a friend? Buy yourself a friend that the vibes are positivity, not negativity. You can hang out with people, they can be so negative, even though you're positive, it affects you. You have a negative outlook all of a sudden, what happened? It's a negativity, what happened? It's automatic, you understand what I'm saying? Now you have to understand, there's another thing that you must know, and that is, Bishvilini v'ra'olam. Hashem, when He created the world, He could have created the whole world with all of us here in one shot. But instead, what did he do? He created how many people he created? Who knows? How many people? So how many people he created at the beginning? One person. Could he create seven billion in one shot? So why is he creating one and then what's the purpose? The purpose is to tell you it's worth it for God to create the whole world for one person. That means if you're around it's 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 worth it 
that God created the world for you. Just you alone. Forget everybody else. Just you alone. So when you know that and you feel that, and you say, Hashem cared about me. Hashem loves me so, so much that He is willing to create a whole world, galaxies and, 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 and sun and the moon and the land and the earth and the, and the, and, and, and the seas and the rivers. Why? For me. But there's something else. There's something else that's very deep in that. And that is, Bishvilini Vraulam is everybody has his own world. What does that mean? You have your own purpose in this world that nobody else has. You can only fulfill the purpose that you are created for and nobody else has. Yes, in general, we all have the same Torah and the same mitzvot and but in 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 tafkid, in, in, in a mission statement, you you have talents that nobody else has. You're the only one that can accomplish with your talents. Nobody else in the world can accomplish with your talents, except you. Now when you know that and you feel that, you don't feel bad if anybody pulls you down. You know, don't get, there's another big rule, don't get down if somebody shambles you or criticizes you. Don't get down. Hear it. I hear it. No problem. But don't get down because of it. Because if you do, then you feel that it's true. And if you feel that it's true, you can act accordingly. And one of the biggest proofs to all this, by the way, is look at Har Sinai. Look at, look at the mountain Har Sinai. Hashem was giving the Torah and every mountain was fighting. Give it on me, give it on me, give it on me, give it on me. So Har Sinai didn't fight, give it on Har Sinai. He was the most humblest. So why give it on a mountain to begin with? Give it, give it to a valley. Give it, give it, give it, give it to, uh, to, you know, you know what? The Grand Canyon is very deep. Isn't that the most humble? All the way down. Give it, give it in that. No, because the Torah is teaching you, you have to always have that self worth that you're worth something. Don't say, I can't. Don't say, I am. I cannot do it. I am this. I am that. Don't ever put yourself down. Always, right? Put yourself down in the sense where you want to put yourself down to put yourself up. I can do better. Yeah, I messed up today. I can do better. That's fine. Because you're making yourself better. But if if it's not because of that, if it's pulling yourself down, oh, I didn't go to shul today. Oh, I'm a zero. I'm a nobody. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go the whole week. That's stupidity. Oh, I didn't go to shul today. I'm doubling down. Tomorrow I'm going to be the first guy there. That's good. You took it and, and you boomerang, you, you, you shot it further. And really, that, Rabotai, that is, that is today's, uh, today's shiur. Today's shiur is really all about that you must understand from the Har Sinai, you must understand from the fact that we're taking a hyssop with a cedar. The hyssop is a humble thing, but why are we taking the cedar? Because Hashem still wants you to know that you are worthy, that you are great. And the last thing I want to end off is this. Don't ever give up hopes on anyone who says that you can't. It's too much. It's too, don't ever do that. Because, like we said in the beginning of the Shur, there's so much potential in Adam that if you tap into the depth of it and you go further and further, you could accomplish great things.
And you always have to have that self worth. Go over the shiur. You'll hear the steps more uh, slower. You'll be able to write it down easier. It's very, very important. Always feel good. And like I said, I know there's a few yeshiva guys going back to yeshiva. And I know you guys didn't go to a regular mainstream yeshiva elementary high school. Am I right or no? So now, don't ever think that, no, I can't be the next gadol. I can't be the next, uh, the next, uh, Hazon Ish or Chalmavadiyah. Don't ever think that. You're right. You're not gonna be the Hazon Ish and the Chalmavadiyah. You're not gonna be that. Yes, Chazon Ish is Chazon Ish, Chalmavadiyah, but you'll be the greatest that you can be. You can be the greatest that you can be. And that's what Hashem wants from you. He wants you to reach your full potential. And by doing that, you'll make Him proud. Cause there's one thing in life that you have to understand. We wanna make Hashem proud. How do you make Him proud? Look at Perkavot, six pedic. What is it? How do you make Hashem? How do you make Hashem proud? Give me, give me, give me Perkavot, please, over there. How do you make Hashem proud? Because you guys are going to Israel. I'll tell you a secret. Go, give it to me, please. All right. It tells you exactly how to make Hashem happy. You want to make Hashem happy? Should I tell you how to make Hashem happy? David, you want to make Hashem happy or no? Yes or no? It's a yes or no question. Not a guess. Okay, okay. So it says over here. Yeah, it's a Perkavot, six Perik, first Mishnah. It says over here, Kol ha'osik b'Torah l'shma. You learn Torah l'shma. Mesameach et makom. What does that mean? Mesameach et makom. You make Hashem happy. How do you make Hashem happy? Learn Torah l'shma. L'shma, you learn Torah because Hashem told you learn Torah. That's what these these guys are going to. These guys are going now to Israel for another. Another uh, few more months. We wish them in Asiyat Ova. It's, it's a great accomplishment. They're, you're going or you're not going? Oh, I take that back. You're going to Rabbi Diamond over here. Over here. Okay, so people, so you going to Israel? No? Okay, some guys are going to Jersey. You guys are going to Israel? They're all going to that. Okay, I, I, got, I take that back. They're going to New Jersey. Okay, Lakewood, Lakewood, huh? The bottom line is, they should have a, they should have a Mutzlachat Zman. They should be, they should grow, they should grow. Because I want to tell you something. Everybody can mismeach Hashem. How? By doing His will. How? Learn, it, learn the Torah. Yeah, Hashem gets so happy. Just learn it. Like what we're doing today. Hashem is so happy we came and we learned. Remember the lesson that we learned. Only good things. Remember the lesson. Have that self-worth. You can accomplish great things. Don't ever let anybody put you down ever, ever, ever. Have a great day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.